0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of
1: the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm tired. I was
0: going to say it's a good thing this isn't video.
1: I'm so tired. Because
0: you look like you're about to fall asleep at the wheel here.
1: I am. I did all the present wrapping, all the stocking present wrapping.
0: And you baked cookies for the cookie swap with one of our listeners. You're going to a listener cookie swap. That's right. Melissa, who used to listen. Yeah, who knows? She doesn't listen anymore. (laughs) Uh, So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog?
1: Um, One of your favorites, uh, what's her name?
0: Stacia Martin.
1: Stacia Martin. Yeah, she's the one that does the drawings.
0: That's right. She
1: was at, I don't even know.
0: You tell (laughs) them. So Stacia Martin is teaching everybody how to uh, do a little Daisy Duck drawing, uh, and it um, it celebrates a Disney movie, which was the Christmas Carol. Uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which came out 29 years ago uh, on in December of 1983. It was the first time Mickey had been back on the big screen since 1953 in a feature film. Oh. So that will be celebrating its 30th anniversary next year. And uh, yeah, so you can watch Stacia do a little uh, drawing about Daisy. And uh, if you check out the post, you get a little bit of history of Daisy. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. All
1: right. Um. They are celebrating the circle of life and 25 years of the Lion King on Broadway.
0: That's right I can't believe it's been 25 years already Me and this show is still going on. Um, yeah, just a little bit about the the show around the world and uh, the national tour and how the Lion King is uh, you know not only a part of Broadway but worldwide and it does have a place in the parks uh, as part of the festival of the Lion King show right? So some cool stuff on history there. All right. A lot of anniversaries and celebrations this yeah. week. Yeah,
1: the next one is Walt Disney Imagineering that's celebrating their seventieth anniversary.
0: That's right. On December sixteenth, Walt Disney Imagineering celebrated seventy years, uh, and they have used their um, imagineering, imagineeration. What would you call it?
1: Imagineering their skills. I guess,
0: yeah, uh, they have used their imagineering skills to build not only theme parks but entertainment districts, resorts, and cruise ships. Uh, So you can uh, check out the post about that. They have a nice little video that celebrates that. Uh, And if you want to learn a little bit more about Imagineering, you can always go back to the Imagineering story on Disney+, Plus, which I believe was a six-episode series.
1: All right. Um, Avatar The Way of Water was released this weekend. And uh, at the Disney parks, they are celebrating that.
0: That's right. We've mentioned previously that we have the uh, new projections on the Tree of Life related to Avatar The Way of Water. Uh, they also celebrated with a um, special showing at the AMC Disney Springs 24 Theater. Uh, at the Tokyo Disney Resort, you can get some larger-than-life statues where they have uh, sculptures of Jake and Neit- Um Let's see. Uh, Shanghai is celebrating with a dr- part of a drone show. Um, so they're celebrating Avatar around the world. And then we'll get into how Avatar performed when we talk entertainment. Right. Uh, but that's you know most of the highlights of what's going on in the Parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland.
1: Not much going on at Disneyland. Um, they are closing Disneyland uh, earlier than, their, than Disney's California Adventure on select weeknights.
0: That's right. The month of January, uh, on January 12th, 17th, and 19th, Disneyland Park will close at 8 p.m. On the 10th and 18th, they will close at 9 p.m. Uh, on those nights, uh, Disney California Adventure will close at 10 p.m. However, starting January 23rd, both parks will close earlier. Um, so it is just... Uh, so you would you expect know,
1: them to both close at the same time. Is that You deal? would. You and would. they're not.
0: Yeah. On a lot of those nights, Disneyland Park is still going to close one hour prior to California Adventure. So okay. if you're headed to Disneyland, you might want to check your times guide, check your schedule. Uh, you know, they do this a lot in the off-season. Uh, Walt Disney World will do it too, where the parks close earlier uh, in, in the off-season in right. the wintertime. Yep. All right. And that's all the California news. So let's head on over to Florida.
1: All right. A courtesy section has been added to the Disney World website um, since guests continue to brawl in the parks.
0: That's right. If you've ever uh, been to the Walt Disney World website, you know they have an experiences update page. Uh, This came out of 2020 uh, when they did the COVID reopening. So they have a section on theme park reservations, health and safety, mobile apps and more. And they now have a section related to courtesy. Um they are just trying to remind people to treat others with respect, kindness and compassion. Compassion, and those who can't live up to that may be asked to leave Walt Disney World Resort and Parks. Um so maybe asked to leave. I think there's a lot of leeway there.
1: Well, yeah.
0: And that's if they don't charge you with trespass first.
1: Right. Um Monorail Black has returned from its refurbishment. It has some new pinstriping.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. Uh it also got some new headlights. Ooh. Uh, so, you know, Monorail Black being one of my favorite monorails. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, so, if you're going to ride Monorail Black, uh, you know, it had a major refurbishment in 2019, uh, and these were just little refurbishments, like some lights and some pinstriping.
1: Okay. Um, the hours have been extended at the Magic Kingdom and Anim- Animal Kingdom for some dates in January.
0: That's always exciting. Uh, from January 1st through 8th, 10th through 13th, uh, 15th, 17th through 19th, 21st, and 22nd, and 24th through 28th, uh, the park will now stay open until 11 p.m. And then uh, on January 9th, 14th, 16th, 20th, and 23rd, the park will close at 10 p.m. Over at Animal Kingdom, Uh, Animal Kingdom will open at 8 a.m., which is an hour earlier, on December 21st, 22nd, January 8th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, and 28th. Uh, So Magic Kingdom closing their closing times. Animal Kingdom modifying their opening dates. As always, what do I say if you're going to the parks? Check the Times Guide. Check the app. Check your Times Guide.
1: All right. Um, A new traffic ramp has opened um, at the World Drive near the Magic Kingdom?
0: That's right. It uh, connects Floridian Way and World Drive, so this will take some of the uh, burden off of those traveling near the Magic Kingdom parking lots. Uh, So just be aware to new traffic patterns around there. Uh, You know, they've been working on this stuff for the past couple of years. If you've ever gone to the Ticket and Transportation Center entrance, uh, it's been a little bit of... uh, I don't want to say a nightmare because it's not that bad, but, you know, there's been construction going on for the past couple of years.
1: There's some challenges over there. Yes,
0: and uh, we think they've got it down now, and and they're wrapping up construction.
1: All right. At Epcot, they have delayed the reopening of American
0: Adventure until next week. That's right. It was originally scheduled to reopen on Saturday, December 17th, uh, but it will now reopen on Monday, December 19th. So if you're listening to this show, it's a moot point because (laughs) it's open. (laughs) So they've delayed it by two days.
1: All right. Um, We are hearing that the harmonious nighttime spectacular at Epcot is going to be retired before the previously announced date of April 2023.
0: That's right. It's going to end with the uh, end of the Walt Disney World 50th celebration, which ends on March 31st of 2023. Um, so that, uh, that's, that's the deal. Harmonious, you know, uh, not too exciting. Uh,
1: and then what's going to replace it? Is it going to be the show that was before, um, Harmonious that like bridge show? Not, you know, I mean like the the show that like bridged the gap between Yeah, that would be Epcot, Epcot
0: Forever is going to return briefly okay. before a new show debuts. All right.
1: They say briefly. How long do you think it's really going to be?
0: I say it's going to be at least through the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I was going to say at least a year. All right. Um, A giant pencil has been added outside uh, the Roundup Barbecue in Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios.
0: You know, there's nothing better than a 17-foot tall pencil to make your day. (laughs) Um, You know, we've mentioned this before. We're toy-sized. Everything else isn't. So it's a normal-sized pencil in a toy-sized world. Um, what else was added to the building?
1: Uh, more of those toothpick flags.
0: That's right. Cheryl's favorite toothpick flags, which she didn't understand what no. they were. Um, but they are, what would you call them, uh, racing flag, uh, like yep. checker flag uh, style uh, uh, toothpick flags. And it's funny because if you look at the artist's rendering of the Roundup Barbecue uh, it does look like, you know, the flag- these toothpick flags that they're putting on there are right in the artist's rendering. Yeah, but the pencil but is the not. But the pencil is new, so mm-hmm. you never know what crazy steps these Imagineers are going to take. It's true.
1: All right. Um, at the Ganachery in Disney Springs, there is a new peppermint, the adorable chocolate reindeer, and he is filled with coquito.
0: He or she. We're not sure if uh, peppermint's a boy or a girl. Oh, yeah, I
1: guess. Uh, since
0: you're drinking it out of a straw, well, we don't know what it is. Um, so peppermint, the reindeer is available at the ganachery. It is available with chocolate coquito. Uh, if you want rum in it, it's $15. The non-alcoholic version is $12. Uh, Cheryl thinks that is a, uh, very good price.
1: It's, I mean, it's made out of chocolate. So just for the chocolate guy, I feel like 12 or $15 is pretty reasonable, but the mm-hmm. fact that he's filled with something, especially rum okay. for $15, yeah, I would get that. I wonder he's probably still not going to be around in January when I'm there. Probably
0: huh? not, but he does look like a dark chocolate reindeer. So if you like dark chocolate and coquito, um, you might uh, you might enjoy that.
1: I would enjoy that. Thank you. Um, the construction of Summer Lake. Uh, sorry. Summer House on the Lake is now visible um, at Disney Springs.
0: That's right. Summer House on the Lake was announced last year. It's going in the site that was supposed to be the Beatrix location. Uh, it is over by the AMC uh, uh, theaters uh, in, in uh, Disney Springs. And uh, I believe it's coming next year. It is owned by the same company that owns Beatrix.
1: I don't know. Uh, I feel like that space has been turned around so many times and nothing has gone in there.
0: You know, they should have left. What was there? That's where Bongo's used to be, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gloria Stefan's Bongo's. Yep. Uh, so uh, the new restaurant, Summer House on the Lake, is uh, a spinoff of the Chicago restaurant Summer House Santa Monica, uh, which is supposedly a very well-known restaurant in Chicago. I've not heard of it. Um, so, yeah, that is supposed to be... Um, what would you, what kind of aesthetic would you call that? Uh, like know. a summer. It's,
1: yeah, it's sort of light. Like and a bright. lot of wicker. Yeah, wicker and uh, foliage.
0: I guess it's like you're at a lake house. It's I a guess. lot of like you're at a lake house deck. It's, it's some very wicker and, and a light. wood. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what their menu is though, but, uh, but I'm it's sure pretty. the we'll rendering get
1: that. is pretty. Yes,
0: we'll get the menu details uh, closer to opening. I mean,
1: they may put a giant pencil in there that wasn't in the renderings. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Some dirt has been moved during the construction of the Disney Vacation Club wing at the Polynesian.
0: Well, they've moved the dirt because they're putting pilings in for the foundation. Ah. So, you know, they have a very high water table in Florida, so those pilings are very important. Right.
1: All right. Um, Avatar The Way of Water in theaters this past weekend um, have earned $53 million at the box office.
0: That's right, on its opening day. All right. Uh, it was expected to bring in one hundred and thirty to $150 million during its opening weekend. However, it did not really meet reach that goal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that's because of the film's runtime, which is three hours and 12 minutes. Woof! Uh, it's a long film. I don't know if there's a bathroom break. Probably I not. I know,
1: right? They should totally do that.
0: So uh, the uh, – Domestic take this weekend was $134 million. So that's US and Canadian. That was short of the estimates, which were expected to be $145 to $179 million. Disney lowered their own forecast uh, on Saturday to $130 million. They had previously projected $150 million. If you look at the international sales, they added an additional $301 million in the international market. Uh, $57 million of that was China. Uh, and that may have been affected because COVID-19 is having a resurgence there again. Mm. Um, so Disney had projected that China would uh, reach between 50 and and $100 million in sales. Uh, this makes the opening weekend uh, for Avatar The Way of Water the fifth best opening of the year domestically. Uh, it ties with Batman for that honor. Uh, The two best films of the uh, best openings of the year so far have been Doctor Strange, which opened with $187 million in May, and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which opened with $181 million uh, in November. Um, So, you know, they're in 12,000 screens in the U.S. and Canada and 40,000 screens internationally. 57% of viewers watch the film in 3D. Uh, I know we will not get to watch the film in 3D because Cheryl does not like to pay the surcharge.
1: No, I don't like watching the movie in 3D. That's Okay. I also don't like to pay the surcharge for something that I don't enjoy.
0: Gotcha. Um, So, the first Avatar we know is the highest grossing grossing motion picture of all time with $2.9 billion in box office sales. Um, James Cameron, the producer and director of the film, said that uh, this film needs to pretty much make $2 billion just to break even. Wow. So... Um, You know, get out there and uh, see it, folks.
1: (laughs) You don't want to disappoint James Cameron.
0: That's right. And Disney, since it's a Disney film now. Right.
1: All right. um,
0: How about some Universal news?
1: Yeah, how about some? Over at Universal Studios Hollywood, uh, Super Nintendo World testing now has moving figures
0: in the hills. That's right. Uh, The walls of the land uh, look like a Mario Brothers game backdrop. Uh, So along those walls, there will be moving elements, uh, including Yoshi, some Pokey, some Toadstools, some Piranha Plants, Koopa shells, and gold coins. Those figures spin, slide back and forth, bob up and down, and have a whole bunch of movement in them. Uh, So they are uh, officially testing that, and there is some video out. Uh, It's unofficial video, so uh, you know you're going to have to find it on the dark web. Oh no! Um, But uh, that's some pretty cool stuff. (laughs) Hopefully not
1: on the dark web. Good (laughs) lord. I wouldn't even know how to get there.
0: All right, what's going on over at uh, Universal in Florida?
1: Uh, they took down uh, the welcome sign at Universal City Walk, and it is possibly coming back.
0: They took it down nine months ago. Wow. So, nine months ago, there used to be a sign that said, Welcome to Universal City Walk. Uh, and in the past nine months, uh, they have not been welcoming people there. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: this welcome sign was on the bridge uh, near the moving sidewalks from the. Uh, garages. It shouldn't be
1: that big a deal. It
0: shouldn't be. If you're refurbing a a sign.
1: It's not a a super fancy sign. I mean, it's nice and all, but.
0: Here's what I would do. I would, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um. I have no idea. Power blast, power washing. I would power wash it in place.
1: Yeah. I mean, it might've needed new paint, whatever, but it doesn't take that long.
0: All right. It's not huge. Agreed. I would have had this done in at least three months.
1: Yeah. It would be on your to-do list for three months (laughs) before you even looked at it. Alrighty. Let's see. What's the name of this group here? The American Sirens. They have announced that the Holiday Green and Red Coconut Club is going to be their place of residency.
0: That's right. For the holidays, uh, the... Um, what do they call them? American Sirens are a three-girl singing group, and they will be singing vintage holiday hits with their signature sounds. Uh, they were going to be f- performing on December 22nd and 23rd, as well as nightly December 26th through 30th at 6:30 p.m., 7:30 p.m., and 8:30 p.m. Uh, and you can head over to the Green and Red Coconut Club, which is the holiday overlay to the Red Coconut Club on Universal City Walk. That's a
1: very short residency.
0: It is, but it's a residency nonetheless. All right. It's longer than any residency you've had. Well, I mean, not if you count where I've lived in my house. (laughs) But that's your real residence.
1: I know. Um, A new arcade has opened inside the MIB Gear Shop at Universal Studios Florida.
0: All right. Now, I didn't uh, go over this with Cheryl ahead of time, but what does MIB stand for? Men in Black. Oh, you're good. Uh, So there is a new arcade they call it an arcade, but there's probably like Sad. nine machines there, uh, uh, two of which are like gaming claw machines. Um, so this is opened at the uh, rear of the shop. Uh, it used to be the counter where you could get the on-ride photos and photo packages. Um, but now it's a pretty lame arcade with two Batman games, two claw machines, uh, and some kind of like banging machine. Uh you know where you hit things, right? Yeah. Okay. Lots of DC stuff, no Marvel machines. All right.
1: Um, at the villain con location, concrete and light fixtures have been added,
0: which is big. Um, is it? Yeah. Okay. It, uh, it now has like fully formed concrete on the exterior of the building, as well as light fixtures. Um, so uh, I would say that's going to be open by summertime.
1: All right. We'll see how your prediction fares. Um, All right, a limited-time prop shop opened at the Brown Derby in Universal Studios, Florida.
0: That's right. We mentioned last week that the Brown Derby hat shop had undergone a little bit of a refurbishment, uh, and they have opened it up as a limited-time prop shop. It replaces the Williams of Hollywood prop shop that closed permanently earlier this year, uh, and uh, that's the deal. So if you want to get some props, head on over to the Brown Derby. All right, fair enough. What's going on over at Islands of Adventure?
1: Um, A Spider-Man meet-and-greet. Um, Has gotten a new cityscape background. Uh,
0: That's pretty cool. The background changes all the time. Um, But you can find Spider-Man over at the Marvel Alterniverse store at Superhero Island. And you can check out this new cityscape.
1: Neat. Um, Water is now flowing at the Dudley Do-Right Ripsaw Falls.
0: That's right. Uh, It had been closed in October for an unplanned extensive refurbishment, uh, but they have taken down all of the construction walls and water is now flowing down the flumes, so it looks like it's only a matter of time before people are brought back on the ride. Just in time for it to be super cold. Right. You know what my favorite part of that ride is? What? Is that there are water blasters uh, in part of the boat area where you can put a dollar in and then shoot people on the boats with water. That's terrible. It's great. Mm
1: -hmm. No. Uh, The Tyrannodon Flyers at Universal or Universal's Islands of Adventure is going to be reopening on Christmas Day.
0: That's right. It went down on December 6th. We don't know why, uh, but we do know. I'm sorry. It went down on December 4th, uh, but we do know that it has uh, a reopening date now. Cool.
1: Uh, What else we got?
0: Uh, And this is... Oh,
1: hard-hitting news. That's right.
0: Hard-hitting news here at the uh, Disney Drive Time podcast. Um,
1: Some new themed tables and updated chairs have debuted in the Burger Digs at Universal's Islands of Adventure.
0: Do you know what section of the park Burger Digs is in?
1: Um, I'm going to guess the Jurassic Park section.
0: You would be correct. I'm so smart. Uh, The new tables uh, have like a palm frond design, like a fossilized look to them. Um, and uh, they are new modern tables. They are outside the Jurassic Park Discovery Center. Uh, and the chairs look, oh God, they look comfortable.
1: They look like chairs.
0: Yeah, you can find them both inside the restaurant and outside on the patio. All right. Uh, the old style tables were very plain with wicker chairs. I think it's a classy upgrade. It is, very much so. All right, so is that all our news? Yes, thank God. All right, we hope everyone has a good week. You get to finish up your Christmas shopping. We will be back here on Wednesday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) Bye-bye.